Everyone has relationship requirements. We all want someone who shares our beliefs and values. But what if your partner took their commitment to those values too far? On today's case, Ms. Coleman thought she found the perfect match, a handsome choir director who loved the Lord. Now she's realizing that when it comes to Mr. DeBartoletion and his relationship with God, she just might be the other woman. Ms. Coleman says her fiancé has brought his praise and worship into every part of their relationship, including their bedroom. Now she says she's tired of sharing her fiancé with the Holy Spirit. She says she's ready to tell him that there may be two people at the altar, but unless he makes some serious changes, she won't be one of them. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Coleman versus DeBartolebion. Okay. Ms. Coleman, Mr. DeBartolebion. Ms. Coleman, you're here in court today because you say you love the defendant, but his lack of romance, his intimate ineptitude, and his childish behaviors have made it hard to continue loving him. You say that if he doesn't make some changes, you're done with this relationship. Yes, Your Honor. And Mr. DeBar de Lebion, you say you love the plaintiff, but you actually blame her for the problems in your relationship. You claim Ms. Coleman is a social media junkie who treats you more like an assistant than a partner, and you need her to show you that she wants to fix this relationship. Yes, Your Honor. Okay, so we clearly started out with a complete meeting of the minds two years ago. How did we get here, Ms. Coleman? We got here because of Mr. DeBartolebion's immaturity, um, his lack of romance. I like to be wined and dined, and he's... Uh, we both love the Lord, don't get me wrong, but he brings it into everything, and I'm like, I just can't deal with it. Sounds like you're saying you are a not as equally yoked as you thought you were. Absolutely. Okay, Mr. DeBartolebion, what say you, sir? I'm actually trying to save our relationship because I think that because we met in church, that is part of the reason why she fell for me, not just because of me being the minister of music, but because I'm very in touch with my emotions. I've been honest since day one. So, ma'am, Ms. Coleman, why don't you take me back to how y'all met? Um, we met, like he said, um, I was singing at a church. He approached me and uh, immediately got to... Praise and worship, as he would call it, which mm -hmm. is sex. Oh, so wait, y'all left church and went and got busy? Absolutely. Yes, we did. Hmm. And it was horrible. Okay, so the, inti Honor, the intimacy didn't work in the beginning? No, it didn't. It did work, Your Honor. It I'm worked lying. for him. I was still giving morning announcements. He was already at the benediction. No, oh. Your Honor, we didn't, even, we didn't even do praise and worship. We actually went straight to the Word. Exactly. Get Something tells me, as a Southern Christian, I have never heard now one of the deaconesses <laughs> talk about none of this. The, so I'm just trying to make sure I'm keeping up with the little bit of you're, you're in and out that's going you're on. You're keeping up. You're keeping up real well. But there are some functions that you cannot ignore when you are in the spirit, like falling out, trembling. Ooh. He's the only one falling out, trembling. I'm Ms. asking... Coleman, I'm sorry. Mr. DeBartolevion is saying that you wasn't saying all that when you were saying all that. I exactly. wasn't saying nothing. I was really saying, God, please do not pass me by because Just... it went so quick. 
Okay, so you're... something tells me that it kind of worked at some point because you've been together for four years. Exactly. It, it worked because where I live in Atlanta, honey, the dating pool is horrible. And I'm like, I might as well give somebody a chance. And he does have really great qualities. He's, um, he's attentive. He's loving. So and... tell me about the first date. Um, actually, after the, um... Service. After the service... The revival, we, actually. The, <laughs> the two-day revival that we had. It but sounded it, like it a lot of good. vacation Bible school, so keep it going. It was. You got right. it. Right. And I'm like, but he's a really cool guy. And I'm trying to put my big girl draws on and be like, listen, you can't just base his performance as just performance. that. So let's just start over. So I was going to Vegas. I invited him to come to Vegas with me. He came. We had a really, really good time. There was no sex involved. But we had a really good time, and we just got to know each other more. Oh, you actually did a date this time before we actually you jumped did a, right exactly into right. a situation. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had a date. And she was the one that... I thought she was talking about our first situation. I thought she was talking about going to another church. She was talking about our service. So what that's how, that's why we didn't do the date first, because of you. So, in other words, you the one that was trying to get to the benediction before well, the no, announcements was made. I was trying to taste the chicken before I actually bought a piece. See? Since we are playing with words and phrases, let the judge get in on this. Somebody should have been reading the word instead of just speaking it, the word. I agree. everybody up in here was doing stuff that don't nothing say about that in the word. I, That's I, true, <laughs> but we are human, and I went along with it because she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. All Who right. Wouldn't? Let's get past how we got started and get in to why we're here in divorce court. Okay. 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 So clearly, um, you all worked out whatever those difficulties were because you got engaged. Yes, yes ma'am. The ago. past six months. Okay. So for, so what's going on? What's going on is okay. COVID happened. So, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of intermingling going on. Me and him spent a lot of time together during COVID. Uh-huh. Did you all nest together, if you will? A little bit. What yes. happened with me is I actually ended up getting COVID, and he was the only person that wanted to be around me. I can understand And I it. really... Thank you, Jesus. Appreciate him for that. You know, somebody could have said you nest by yourself. Right. Yeah. And a lot of relationships <laughs> didn't make it. Right. Out of COVID. Right. Yeah. Okay? Because they were not mature enough to understand that if you're going to move to a marriage in sickness and in health also means something. That's right. another part of the Bible. <laughs> but in the midst of that, there was still a lack of romance. We were in the, we were in the bed one time, and we were intimate. And she claimed she didn't like the music I was playing. And she rolls over, and then she makes a post on Facebook. And I had to find that out at choir rehearsal. What would make you think it would ever be okay with any partner to post such intimate details? Because she's an attention seeker. What do you mean when you say there's no romance? Uh, for me, there was no romance because he 
He doesn't buy me flowers. He doesn't do candy. Um, I mean, some glitter, some sparkles. I like to be wined and dined. He doesn't do any of that. It's like, it's like we have such a great time together that he forgets that part of it. So, Ms. Coleman, let me just understand. What's your love language? Do you like the physical touch? Do you like um, words of affirmation? Do you need, um, you know, gifts? Uh, acts of service? What's your love language? I like words of affirmation. I also like gifts. I mean, I'm, I'm a woman, so I, I love a gift or two. Um, his, his gifts and his... Romance to him is going to church or going to choir rehearsal. The lack of romance, I can see how that can get to any woman. So tell me why there seems to be a, a, a little bit of a I chasm between y'all. Like, I feel like she never had a problem with me before. She hasn't really communicated with me about that because I feel like the emotional side that I showed her that sur surpasses the gifts and the glitter and the glam because that's what she explained to me she's been getting from other men. Oh, so you know so, what I'm hearing, though, is her love language says that uh, words of affirmation and gifts are important. Your love language, you communicate that acts of service... Yes. ...are um, the way you communicate how much you care about somebody. Yes. No one wanted to be around her. There were thousands of people that died because of the coronavirus. It mm -hmm. was a very scary time. Yes, it was. And that's why I forever mm -hmm. praise God because she shouldn't even be here right now. She shouldn't be mm -hmm. standing here. And I was the one that... She stayed with me. So that says more to me than gifts. And, and what I'm saying to you is, is for somebody like me, acts of service mean something tremendously. However, there's nothing wrong with someone's love language being gifts. So it's really about figuring out what the love language of your partner is, if that's important to you. Your you Honor, see what I'm saying? I've tried to show, I've, I've tried to show a softer side to her. When we're in the bedroom, I, she prefers to listen to all kind of music, like flip me and skip me and and. But Your Honor, whatever. he wants he wants I'm... to listen to. God don't need no matches while we trying to have sex, and I'm like, that's not gonna work for me. But it's sex is all over the Bible, Your Honor. If y'all are not compatible intimately, that's not the foundation from which to build a marriage. And you have to at least find a middle ground that you can enjoy each other in ways that is satisfying to both parties. Yes, yeah, so you don't post on Facebook uh -oh. about our sex life. We were, in the, we were in the bed one time, and we were intimate, and she claimed she didn't like the music I was playing. I was playing... Tell um, her, yeah, what were you playing? I was playing Mississippi Mass, Your Grace and Mercy. Ooh, I saw her in, you know, she was at church, she was getting all emotional. And so I said, well, you know, this is a good way to incorporate this, you know, so things started getting... At church. And then she Not said the she, didn't, she didn't like it, so I put on the Lord's blessing me. And oh, she just, she rolls over, and then she makes a post on Facebook, and I had to find that out at choir rehearsal. What would make you think it would ever be okay with any partner to post such intimate details Because she's an attention seeker. That you have some concerns about whether or not she has found solace with somebody else. Your Honor, I've submitted evidence to the court and I do know about your trip that you took to Florida. I also have another confession.
If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. I was unsatisfied. I was upset because we've had this conversation over and over, not just about the gospel music, but the fact that it lasts one minute. It just seems mean-spirited and nasty. It was mean. And I was, like I said, at that time, in the bed. Yes, I was being petty. Yes, I was over it. But I just found that that little dig that, that Ms. Coleman just made, that is indicative of what's going on in a relationship. You are at one place and she is at another. And I know that you have some concerns about whether or not she has found solace with somebody else. Um, Your Honor... I submitted evidence to the court. She has blocked me on social media. She's blocked me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and I Mm -hmm. created another fake account. And I do know about your trip that you took to Florida with a random someone that she met on an app. So, wait, is this the photograph that's been submitted into evidence? Yes, Your Honor. That was put on a social media platform? Yes, it was put on social media. The video has gotten thousands and thousands of views and comments. There have been people that I work with that has come to me and say that they saw her on the trip and she's bragging and boasting that she met someone else. Um, and, and they dressed alike, looking like they're getting ready to yes, go to Great she Adventure. actually made him an outfit. No, yes, he bought did. his outfit. I made my outfit. I'm a clothing designer. So I made my outfit to match his outfit. So that sounds like you have moved on, Ms. Coleman. Um, yes. Um, the, the things that um, we did on this trip were very romantic. Things that he has never even tried to That's do. That's a lie. That's when... a lie. But did you, did you tell Mr... Did Bartolabian that you were moving on? No, she didn't. We've had a talk about us not being together. No, you but didn't. Yes, yes, we have. He no, doesn't you did he not. doesn't like to listen. I had to find out on social no, media. No, he doesn't like to listen. It took a lot for me to just move on after I kept saying, listen, this is not working for me, this is not working for me. Um and he's not getting it. And at the same time, I don't want to hurt him, but at the same time, I want to be happy as well. And I don't think that... So you have moved on. Yes, I have. It's unkind to humiliate somebody that you claim to like or love in a public forum that could impact on how other people see him and how he sees himself. And anybody that is supposed to be your friend deserves more respect than that. And somebody that's supposed to be your future husband definitely deserves more respect than that. I I don't understand how you can actually say you care about him, Ms. Coleman, but do something that would hurt him in such a public way. I don't understand how that happens. I agree. I agree. But I I also have another confession since we're confessing. Yes, I have moved on. Um, Part of the reason that I kind of knew this would not work between me and him because in the beginning he told me that he hates children. And not only did I want children, but I have children that he doesn't even know about because I was scared to tell him. You have children? Yes. 
Ms. Coleman, how many children do you have? I have two. So you, you actually have children and you've been engaged to somebody, you've not told them. This is in four years that you all have been dating and six months of being engaged? Well, in the beginning, he told me how much he hates children when we'll, we'll be out in public and he'll be like, oh, my God, there's too many kids in here and, oh, my God, I can't. But we would laugh and, and joke about that, but, but for you to say you have kids by someone else, like, that's not That honest. were way before I even knew but you existed. But you lied. You I didn't lie, I just never brought them up. There are lies of commission and there are lines of omission. I mean, because you knew that that was something that's very important in a relationship. It's like saying that you were married before. Mm -hmm. When we first started out, I made a joke about not being equally yoked. And it clearly is an example of being unequally yoked. But not unequally yoked in terms of your relationship with God. You're unequally yoked in terms of integrity. And I don't know if anybody's ever said this to you, You've shown a real lack of integrity. The sisterhood code is to be the hedge of protection mm -hmm. in the family. You know what right. I'm saying? No matter what the man is doing, your partner is doing, making sure that he looks out for the family, you're supposed to be the hedge of protection. And you never put your family on blast like that. You don't put them on full monkey in front of the world. That's not right. And you know exactly what I mean when I say putting somebody on full monkey just to humiliate them. That's that... This man does not deserve that. My grandmother once said to me, and I believe her right now, you always hear these words, what God has joined together, let no man or woman put asunder. God don't join everything together. Sometimes man and woman join themselves together and don't need to be together. Ms. Coleman, you opened this case because although you all were recently engaged, you said the lack of romance has made you question whether or not there was a relationship there. It's clear that you all have not been on the same page for a very long time. Ms. Coleman has moved on. Mrs. Bartolabian, you deserve to have somebody that will give you what you want and what you need. Yes. It's not Ms. Coleman. Are you okay? I'm doing fine. Two children? Yes. Two kids? And when were you going to tell me that? I just told you. I don't know what kind of church they go to, but Lord have mercy, what kind of Bible have they been reading? It's crazy because it always kills me how, oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings, or I don't want to hurt her feelings. The longer you wait not to hurt their feelings, guess what? It's going to pile up and it's going to be a big bomb. Just that lack of integrity? Right. There's something in your core values that makes you do stuff like that, and it's not something that's attractive. I'm, I'm disgusted with that. I know. I think I need to go wash my hands. <laughs> they feel dirty. 